today on CityCast Chicago. Did you think Ken Griffin was running for governor in Illinois? Well, he's not. But whenever there's news about the Republican candidates, you see his name too. That's because the richest man in Illinois has pledged to spend and spend and spend to defeat Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker. Now, this isn't the first time the two billionaires have gone dollar for dollar. And Griffin has been spending more and more on GOP politics here and across the country. So who is Griffin and what's driving him to use his billions to shape this race? Our friend A.D. Quigg from Crane Chicago Business tells us. It's Tuesday, March 1st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Who is Ken Griffin, and how did he make his billions? So Ken Griffin is the founder of Citadel, which is a hedge fund, and Citadel Securities, which is a computer-powered trading firm. So he grew up in Florida. He was kind of a math and computer prodigy. He started trading stocks when he was a student at Harvard, made a giant killing during the Black Monday crash of 1987, which caught the eye of a hedge fund pioneer who helped Griffin launch Citadel. Since the launch of Citadel, it was basically up and up and up and up from there. Spectacular crash in 2008. People thought it would not come back. And then it was essentially rebuilt. By 2020, it was the fourth highest grossing fund of all time. And now he is worth nearly $28 billion. Citadel has 16 offices worldwide, the biggest are in Chicago and New York. And along with that personal fortune growing, so has his influence. Every time I hear the name Citadel, it's usually because Ken is like threatening to maybe like move operations if if things don't go in the direction he wants. What is Griffin's outward reputation? He is very respected, viewed as a, a, a prodigy. People know that he's smart. He gets great returns for his folks. He does not talk a lot. Most of the addresses that I've seen him or like interviews are with places like the Financial Times. He'll do sit downs with um, big groups every once in a while, like the Economic Club of Chicago. But he's not like, you don't see stories about him like buying mega yachts or investing in uh, spaceships for fun. He was pretty heavily involved in Rauner's, both of his campaigns. So between both cycles, he ended up giving Bruce Rauner $36 million, which was like an eye-popping amount uh, split between those years. My eyes, literally. Our eyes are popping. But it only got it only got bigger. Bruce Rowden is the former Republican governor of Illinois who was first elected in 2014, and then but he lost his re-election bid four years later. Does Griffin only give money to Republicans? Largely. Prior to, like, Obama. Obama's first term. He kind of, like, spread that money equally among Democrats and Republicans. Um, His last federal donation to a Democrat came in 2009. And the other Democrats that he has given to are more centrist. So he's given to Rahm Emanuel. He gave to Bill Daley. Folks like Emanuel, folks like Daley, you know, they're they're downtown folks. They're they're finance folks trying to make this city what they would call a a global city to attract more investments and to build bigger. And so at the time, that really aligned with Griffin. Central to Griffin's kind of political beliefs is free enterprise. So letting markets do what they do, pro-capitalism, stuff like that. He and a lot of other Republican-leaning folks believe that blue policies, democratic policies, are chasing away businesses from the state of Illinois, making it more difficult to operate here, making it more expensive to operate here. So 
taxation-free enterprises is number one. Um, number two is crime. Um, Griffin's been very big on kind of pro-tough-on-crime policies. We're going to be hearing a lot about the Safety Act here in Illinois, um, how the Safety Act has undermined law enforcement in the state. Yeah, people talk a lot about that. The Safety Act was was a big criminal justice reform bill that passed last year that, you know, supposedly aims to reduce police violence and mass incarceration. I remember Governor Pritzker really touted it as this big progressive win. And of course, you got Republicans like Griffin who saw it as as ultimately undermining the police. Um, I mean, Griffin backs Republican Bruce Rauner in 2014. Rauner wins. Then he backs Rauner again in 2018 and he loses to J.B. Pritzker, another billionaire. And then in 2020, Griffin really digs in and starts dropping big money and this fight over Pritzker's graduated income tax measure. Quiggs, how did that play out? Pritzker proposed a graduated income tax, which would have made Ken Griffin and J.P. Pritzker, frankly, uh, pay more in taxes. And a graduated income tax, right, is if you if you make more money, you got to pay more income tax. If you make less, you pay less. Do you remember how much was a Ken Griffin, Pritzker type folk? What were they likely to have to pay under a graduated income tax? It was a lot. So there was like a personal fortune at stake for him. But I think also ideologically, he was like, this isn't right. Everyone should pay the same amount. It needed to go to a ballot referendum. We knew because Pritzker had spent so much on his own election campaign that he was also probably going to spend a lot of his own personal fortune to make this thing happen. And then Griffin comes in and donates somewhere in the realm of $54 million to the coalition to stop the proposed tax hike amendment. And we saw this kind of duking out on TV. It's either the billionaires or us. The Chicago billionaires or us. Seems like an easy decision to me. I'm deeply concerned about the tax hike amendment. It gives Springfield politicians new power to increase income taxes on anyone. Including middle-income families like us. The more you make, the more you'll have to pay. It makes a lot of sense to me. No one making less than $250,000. Non-stop, because when you have that much money, you can just do TV, 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 TV. the power to tax my retirement income. We don't trust Springfield politicians to be fair to taxpayers. Please stand with middle-class families across Illinois and vote no. Vote no. We'll get a tax, a tax cut. cut. Yes, a tax cut. It's either the billionaires or us. Vote yes on the fair tax. The message that Griffin pushed at the time was, Illinois has mismanaged money for so long. Why should we trust them with this windfall of money this time? Uh, and it turned out to be very effective. And Griffin came out winning. Um, the, the ballot initiative failed. Big defeat for Governor Pritzker. And like you said, they didn't just throw pot shots at the the measure. He threw over $50 million. Uh, in the world of politics, how much is $50 million for one donor to drop against one ballot measure? It's a pretty crazy amount. Your listeners can't see it, but I'm racking my brain to figure out other um, <laughs> ballot initiatives that have gotten this much money from a single contributor. What's interesting about Griffin is like a lot of super mega billionaires will like drop a ton of money on a specific issue or ballot amendment. But Ken Griffin drops on a ballot amendment and also tons of candidates in Illinois and also federal PACs in D.C. and also uh, races in Florida, local races in New York. He's like kind of he's kind of spreading it all around. So like the 50 million, 54 million on its own would be noteworthy, but 50 million plus 
the other 200 plus million that he's dropped over the past few years locally and nationally puts it into a different perspective. Like he is in the Sheldon Adelson, Michael Bloomberg, Tom Steyer ranking of people who are mega involved in politics. All right. I know some of them names, right? Steyer, Bloomberg, those are some of the big players that fund the Democrats. But when I think about big money in Republican politics, my first thought is like the Koch brothers. Is is Ken Griffin basically like the Kochs of Illinois? No, he operates a little bit differently. So the Koch brothers essentially set up like a network of places to donate around the country, whereas Ken Griffin is just giving money directly to candidates and PACs. Like it's all, it has Ken Griffin's name on it. There's no like mm. shadiness where- he, he don't try to get shady with it. He just like, hey, this me, this my money. Yeah. I'm here. Let my Pretty voice much. be heard. And you know, the reason, the reason he okay. does that is because it gets him direct access, right? Like the reason you give money to political candidates is so you can- have access to them, set up meetings. And when I spoke to someone at Open Secrets who like tracks donations nationally, they were like, it's obviously working because he's giving more and more money. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. This year's governor's race is is really shaping up to be even more expensive than the last one. I believe in the last one, Governor Prisker put in, what, over $170 million of his own money into the race. Early on, Griffin was pledging to go all in to finance a Republican candidate to defeat Prisker. And we now know that candidate is Aurora's first black mayor, Richard Irvin. Quiz, what do we know about Irvin and why is Griffin backing him? So Richard Irvin, like you said, is the mayor of Aurora, second largest city in Illinois. Grew up with a with a single mother in public housing, became an attorney. I believe he said he was the first kid in his family to go to college. Um, worked both as a prosecutor in Kane and Cook counties, and also has a uh, public defense firm of his own. Previously, an alderman at large, which is like you're a, you're a citywide elected alderman, and it is a it's like Chicago where it's nonpartisan elections. So, when I first started hearing rumors about him potentially wanting this spot. I was like, is he a Republican? The first ad he released was about uh, tough on crime stuff, which is exactly what, what Griffin is looking for. Busted up gangs. This apartment complex over here, it was bad, but we took it back. To fund the police, ludicrous. All lives matter. It's not about color. Every family crime is the number one issue I'm hearing from Democrats that's showing up in their polling. They're like, we got to do something. We got to do something about crime. We need to message that we're the right party to handle it, that... It's not out of control, which is why I think we're going to see some kind of crime tweaking legislation in the up, in the upcoming session. Why Governor Pritzker is is spending so much in his budget on 
anti-violence, although he is increasing the budget of the Illinois State Police and adding 300 troopers there. What I'm going to be so interested to see is how they frame Illinois' financial footing. But for years in Illinois, they left bills unpaid, ruined our credit, and racked up over a billion dollars in interest penalties. As governor, Under I was Pritzker, we have the received the first credit now, upgrade Illinois in years and years. By passing real balanced budgets, we're cutting costs, paying bills on time, and paying down our debt, saving taxpayers So I'll be so curious to see how Irvin and Griffin kind of frame this. If Irvin and Pritzker go face to face, I want to hear that debate about the state's fiscal picture right now. There's plenty of time left in this campaign, but given the media role, like rolling out TV ads is really expensive. So the fact that they've done it so early and in pretty prominent spots tells me this is only the beginning. We're going to see like, we're going to see a lot more and we're going to see Griffin give a lot of money. We don't know how much we've heard as much as 300 million in this gubernatorial race. So far, he's put in 20 million, which is no small sum. Um, I see your head exploding. I, it makes my head explode too, because I like as someone that covers city council pretty closely, I think of all of the crazy debates that there have been over moving a million dollars or $5 million over from one program to another. And to just drop like a $20 million check and it not impacting you because your personal net worth is $28 billion is just, my mind has exploded. Yeah, every single time I hear it, my stomach like <laughs> gurgles a little bit. You know, Irvin wasn't really the state party's pick. There are other Republicans looking to run as well. I believe downstate state senator Bailey is one of those individuals, you know. Darren Bailey, that's right. How, how much of an advantage does the Griffin money give Irvin? And, you know, is Irvin essentially puppeting Griffin policies or Griffin talking points? So he has said, I'm offended that you would you would describe me as a puppet. I'm my own man. Ken Griffin is only one vote. Um, but the influence is there. Um, that amount of money means you've got to listen. Um, as for the rest of the field, the leader of the Republicans in the Illinois House has said, he's our guy and we're going to be backing him. But that doesn't necessarily mean that all Republican voters in the state of Illinois are going to line up either. There's a pretty big Republican field that he's going to have to uh, stand out in. Primary voters are typically the most extreme parts of your party. And there were some doubts about um, Irvin's Republican bona fides because he has pulled Democratic ballots in the past. So I'm going to be so interested, interested to see how they frame him as a real Republican, air quotes. There are more conservative candidates who are more outwardly pro-Trump. So I'll be interested if like that Trump alignment is incredibly important to voters or if just seeing the name Richard Irvin a million times on TV and hearing it on your radio is more important. As the, the primary gets closer, it isn't until June 28th, do you imagine that Irvin and Griffin will wait it out to see how much Trumpian tactics they may or may not have to kind of uh, put out during this this uh, th this campaign? Yes and no. Um, Ken Griffin is not a fan of Donald Trump either. Um, so I do not anticipate either of them leaning hard on that Trump message. And that's important in part because they want, if Richard Irvin makes it through the primary, they want to be able to appeal to enough moderate Illinoisans to win in the general election.
there are a lot of wealthy people in Illinois who give to political causes. Is what Ken Griffin is doing, is that really that unusual? It's much bigger. And that's just because he's worth $28 billion. Um, there are other wealthy Republicans in Illinois that are pretty active. Craig Duchessois, um, the CEO of Duchessois Group, I think Duchessois and a couple other folks kind of lined up with Irvin early on, even before Griffin. And that was something we heard in the fall that Ken Griffin didn't want to be the only person kind of putting stakes out there. It was like, we need to get a lot of donors together to to make it seem like there's a full movement behind this guy. Um, so yes, it's not unusual for very wealthy people in Illinois to be donating heavily to politics, but no one is donating uh, to the scale that Griffin is in Illinois because Griffin just has way more money. Even if it's not unusual, is this a good thing to watch as two billionaires battle it out for control of our state, pushing the the price and cost of elections out of the roof? Is this good for us in the long run? I've asked a lot of people that. I asked Tony Preckwinkle that a few weeks ago. She's the head of the Cook County Democrats, basically the center of power for the party in Illinois. And she said no. And we should point out that like d- Democrats have been the beneficiaries of big dollars from mega donors like Fred Eichner, but also labor unions. Um, but she views this as uh, making it difficult for normal people to be able to run for office on their own merit. And I was like, well, how is J.B. Pritzker different? And she said, J.B. Pritzker is accountable to himself. This is his money. These are his beliefs that he's pushing. This is not an outside guy giving him a bunch of money and then expecting perhaps something in return that isn't known to us as as the public. I, I think it Contributes to the public wanting to disengage because it's like, these rich guys are just going to duke it out. I'll let them have it. What do you say to people who are seeing these numbers and it makes them want to turn off the TV? How do you t- convince people, stay engaged to this? We need you to be paying attention to this. Hold these people accountable to to the money they're giving and the promises they're making. How do you convince people to do that? Something I sometimes tell people, especially my friends who don't care about politics, um, who only see ads. I'm like, ignore the ads. Ignore the ads. Look up some of this stuff yourself. There's going to be a ton of reporting, hopefully, from all of us about how Governor Pritzker has done, what the grand message of all of his challengers are saying. There's going to be a bunch of forums. Watch them. People will spend hours and hours like researching what vacuum to buy on Wirecutter. Like, spend at least that much time figuring out what kind of person you want to run the state or the city or the county. Money is money and your vote is your vote. And it's like a very powerful piece of currency that people should be spending wisely. Mm. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Insight Hospital in Bronzeville is once again accepting emergency ambulances after a year-long hiatus. We talked about the history and effort to save the former Mercy Hospital with WBEZ's Christian Shorch. Check out the episode from November 1st. Remember, if you're going to the United Center for Bulls and Blackhawks games or a concert, you still need to show proof of vax or a negative COVID test to get in. But in line with new city and state guidelines, you don't have to wear a mask inside. I'm going to still be wearing a mask inside. And some good news to get you through. Get your March started off right with some great food and yet another neighborhood restaurant week. Head over to Greektown all week for some delicious meals and deals. 
Also, if you got some time, grab your boy a lamb gyro with some extra tzatziki sauce. If you want to find out where to drop it off, hit the Google voice number at 773-780-0246. You can leave a text or a voicemail. As always, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. AD, I'm going to just say this. I think we have two of the best voices in all of Chicago media. I'm feeling smooth today. I'm feeling smooth today. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome.